Hey friends, welcome back to another week of Kid City Online. I'm so excited that you're joining me and today we're gonna be diving into a new series and we're gonna be learning about who we were created to be and what our purpose is. And this new series is called Designed by God. Now when something is designed, it wasn't created on accident. It was created on purpose for a purpose and God created each and every one of us and designed us uniquely. He created our families as well and so we're going to be talking about the design that God has for us and our families in this series. Now right away in the very first verse of the Bible, we see that God is the great designer. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So right away, we can see that God is the great designer and there is so much great beauty and wonder in the creation of the universe. And so many people, artists and scientists and many others spend their entire lives trying to learn as much as they can about the wonder of God's creation. And there are things that we're able to figure out, but there are so many pieces that we'll never be able to fully understand. Now, as Christians, we believe that the creator, that God is the great designer. He designed things with a purpose. He created apples and oranges and bananas for a specific purpose. And he even created things like mosquitoes and earthquakes for a purpose as well. He created all things for a purpose. And that includes you and me. He created us with a specific purpose in mind. And now sometimes people reject God's purpose. Check out what Romans 10 or Romans 1 verse 20 through 23 says. For his invisible attributes, that is his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen since the creation of the world being understood through what he has made. As a result, people are without excuse. For though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. So this is talking about how people turned away from God and His purpose and decided to look towards other things. Now God is an amazing and loving designer and yet still sometimes people turn from and reject his good and perfect gifts. Now the universe was designed with an order, right? God created things to be what they are and what they physically actually are, right? An apple can't one day decide, you know what, today I feel like being an orange. That doesn't work. Or a frog can't decide, you know, I feel kind of small today. I think I want to be a giraffe today instead. That's not how God designed those things. And so when we reject how God designed us, we're rejecting God. 
And the Bible teaches us that God is not a God of confusion, but rather he is a God of peace. 1 Corinthians 14, 33 says exactly this. God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. And so if we reject Adonai, if we reject God as the one who brings order into our lives, it means that we're giving up the peace that we can have. Why then do people decide to reject God and to live according to their own ideas about themselves and the universe? Well, today I want to talk about three reasons why people might do this, why they might reject God. The first reason is coveting. Now, God designed you to have certain things and for you to not have certain things, right? Some of you might have really great artistic abilities, or maybe you're an excellent student, or maybe you're athletic, but chances are you might not have all of those things. And when we look to somebody else, say, you're good at school, but maybe you're not very athletic. If you look at somebody else who is really good at all the sports and you say, oh, I wish I had that. That's what coveting is. It's when we're not satisfied with what we have and when we want more. And so when we don't trust God to provide everything that we need, that's when we might reject God's purpose. Now the second reason or the second thing that might um, distract us or make us reject God's purpose for us is pride. Now if I think that I know better than God about what I need, um, that's what pride looks like. It's when we think we know more or when we think we know what's better, that is pride because we know that none of us can know more than God or know what's better than God can. Now the third reason is sometimes people are confused, right? God may design you to be something, but you can get confused about who you are. It's especially easy to get confused when we're not spending time with God, when we're not reading His Word. It can be hard and to, to navigate all of the different voices that we hear, right? There's different voices um, on TV and the internet and school telling us all of these things and we can get lost and confused. So it's important for us to listen to our creator, God who knows us better than anyone else to find out who we really are. Now in our lives, there are some things that our Heavenly Father lets us decide about our lives, right? Like I can change the style of my hair or I might change the clothes that I wear. I get to pick the music I want to listen to. There are many, many things that we get to decide about our lives, but there are also things that God specifically designed for us that we don't get to choose. Now, I want to read a couple of different verses for you really quick about God as our designer to really understand how much thought and purpose he put into creating each of us to be unique. The first is Job 33, 4. It says, the spirit of God has made me. The breath of the mighty one gives me life. He gives 
each of us life. Isaiah 64 8 says, Lord, you are my, you are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. Your hands made all of us. Can you see that image in your head where God is shaping us and molding us in the way that a potter shapes and molds the clay into a beautiful vase or mug or something like that? And then the last one is Psalm 139, 13 through 14. It says, you created the deepest parts of my being. You put me together inside my mother's body. How you made me is amazing and wonderful. I praise you for that. What you have done is wonderful. I know that very well. God knew exactly what he was doing when he created us. And he knew who we were going to be before anybody else even knew those things. Now I can pretend that the things God designed about me aren't true, but that doesn't change the fact that they are true. What God designed into my life is what is right and what is true. If I accept God as a designer, then I'm saying no to confusion and I'm saying yes to the God of peace. I'm saying no to coveting and to pride and I'm saying yes to trust and enjoyment. And so my challenge for you guys is to embrace and lean into how God created each of you uniquely and wonderfully to be just the way you are. And that's exactly what we're going to be looking into in this series is to digging into how God designed us each to be unique and wonderful. So I hope that you'll join me next week as we continue to dig into this. We'll see you guys next time.